Welcome to the podcast, Super Friends. Five podcast producers from across North America get together to discuss podcasting. Podcast Super Friends, we're all back together. <laughs> Ta-da! I'm Matt Kundal in Winnipeg, Canada. I'm West. Johnny Podcast, stri- streaming from San Diego this month. Oh, I didn't know that. Am I up? I- uh, oh, uh, you go ahead, Catherine. I'm Catherine O'Brien. I'm coming into you from here from Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Uh, David Yaz from Boston, Massachusetts, pod617.com for all your podcast producing needs. Uh, John Gay, a.k.a. Jag, Jag in Detroit podcast, back this month after a trip to Disney World last month. Well, that's right. Happiest place on earth. High level meeting with, with Mickey and Minnie, I gather. Are they? You, I'm actually you... the reason that Iger is back in charge. So <laughs> I, I, I wasn't allowed to say last month. I couldn't have you tell wow. where I was, but I was in some high level meetings making that happen. It you was that, and they needed some that. microphone recommendations. <laughs> That's exactly it. That's why Bob Paycheck's gone. He had the wrong mic. <laughs> So one of the things that's come up is podcast first impressions. We're going to get into those in a little bit. Uh, but we have all sorts of things that we gather up over the course of the month. And I think I'll start because I've got my fingers on all the pulse of this, that, and the other thing. But of course, it's just by you know reading Dan Meisner and his blog and listening to pod news that Apple is beginning to tag our episodes. And what does that mean? I don't know, but they're beginning to associate little words into the search and the SEO so that when you do go to use an Apple product uh, and you go to search a podcast that some of those keywords are going to be showing up. And what is there for you to do really at the other end? I don't think much because I think it's really just a bunch of bots that are going through and listening to the, to the words and perhaps a description and coming up with, with some keywords. A suggestion on what not to do. And this really comes back to something we've hit on in previous episodes. Do not keyword stuff your podcast. Do not mm. try to game. We've seen over the last 10, 15 years, you try to game Google, they will punish you. You try to game Apple, they will punish you. Just do what you're doing. And while I think there's a little bit of a big brother aspect to this, the good side of it is it will help podcast discovery, which for being honest, could use a hand. So I, I, I'm actually okay with Apple doing this personally. What, what you're saying is don't, put phony words in there just don't put kim kardashian in there when your podcast is on accounting right right <laughs> i mean you should tag you should put keywords that are appropriate to your podcast in your show description etc right i wonder if it'll lead to like if this is obviously this is the first iteration of it i wonder if the next step and if anyone from apple ends up listening to this someday here's a suggestion we all have access to the Apple Podcast Connect. There's that dashboard in there. I wonder if they'll implement sort of a tool where you can go into each individual episode and add in keywords or add in tags yourself rather than you know they them having to build bots to crawl around and search for them. Yeah, if I worked for Apple, I would say no to you because yeah. all that's going to do is let people go in and put that stuff. I think what they're trying to do is trying to make sure that the words inside the show that we're saying match mm. the description and and the title on the outside so it all makes a nice yeah so you're not you're not going into like a business podcast and adding in iphone x ipad air <laughs> david just gave away the game plan is to put kim kardashian just in, it all know. everything always comes back to kim kardashian which is um jag you had something that you wanted to talk about and it was something that i wrote down that i can no longer read uh my uh rediscovering my passion project that i've started in the last month which is um so i am a graduate of syracuse university and at syracuse university there is a completely student-run radio station wjpz z89 um and it is actually celebrating 50 years on z air uh this spring and that was not my joke it's a joke that they've been using to brand the to brand the reunion bank but i saw Catherine roll her eyes um and actually, the idea came from a friend of mine uh, who went to Hofstra University on Long Island, and they're doing an alumni podcast. He said, "Why don't you might you should want to do this for Syracuse?" I said, "Sure." So we have a pretty uh, big group of alumni that that have done some pretty amazing things in the business. So I'm doing 50 episodes to talk to 50 different alumni uh, from the radio station. Although it might be an ESPN 30 for 30, it might go more than 50 at the rate we're going. Where it's a lot of work to do each of these 30 minute interviews and then edit them all and transcribe the show notes, edit the show notes, write the descriptions, get the video teasers. It is a lot of work, and I do have some help from other Syracuse people on it. But 
I don't mind the work because it's been a lot of fun. It's been a lot of fun talking to fellow uh, alumni, whether they graduated in 1973 or 2022, and seeing the common threads that we had all working at this little radio station that could uh, and doing uh, and, you know, a lot of the same stories from college, whether, you know, you're 70 or you're 22. We had you know, an episode where, or we're having an episode where they talk about launching the station in 75. We have an episode talking about moving the station to FM in the eighties. Did an episode with the general manager from who graduated in 2022, who helped get the station through COVID. So a lot of different stories and a lot of common threads, and it's been pretty well received by the alumni as a group. If you uh, know anybody that went to Syracuse, the podcast is called the WJPZ at 50, and I'm having a lot of fun doing it. It really kind of was refresh, refreshing my uh, enthusiasm for podcasting. Good job, Jag. Thank you. You should trademark J-A-G 50 for 50. Oh, there we go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> get the get it now before. And if you're watching this for the first time, we are all podcast producers. We make podcasts oh, yeah. for people. Uh, and uh, David, this week, has come up with an interesting idea and an interesting concept for, um, for inside a company and well, yeah. a relationship with your employees. Exactly. Just uh, another way to use a podcast it's podcasts are you know they're the swiss army knife of media right so uh have a relationship with a guy who owns a company it's uh i guess he probably has about 100 employees but he wanted to do a podcast that was quarterly just to update his company on stuff going on and he was sick of doing newsletters and so why not do this and so he came into my studio he brought along three employees from like different departments in in the company and he did interviews with them and then i provided some sort of fun questions and so it was kind of half fun get to know you and half what is your role in the company then he updated people on what's going on in the company some things you might not have known about the you know this deal and that deal that they got going on so um just a nice uh you know and, and that podcast is just going to be heard by the 100 people in the company but uh, they had a blast doing it and i think just another another way podcasts can be used that is uh, more fun and more engaging and more compelling than the alternatives. All right. And a little comment here from, from afar, Sean Webb would like to know, he's doing a bit of a hair count here. So <laughs> I do have, I have <laughs> hair. I have beautiful long locks. My choice, man. I have long bunny we'll fur. I, I have pet the bunny fur. <laughs> Johnny's the youngest member of the group, so he still has the best hair of all the guys in the group. Uh, I was gonna say, don't say of all, yeah. You see, Qualifier. I you see that kick save in the beauty there, Catherine. Uh, yeah, I, I saved yeah. myself Woo. at the last second. For yeah. the audio audience, uh, Sean wanted to know if Johnny could take off his hat to determine if Catherine is the only one here today with hair. Johnny does have hair. We can confirm the rest of us are trying. <laughs> oh, I gave up. I gave up in 2006. We're in podcasting. Wear big headphones. It's not a problem. <laughs> All right. I think I, I, I got that part out of the way. Um, do we want to go and move into podcast first impressions? Let's do it. Let's do it. All right. Let's do so it. Um, here's what we're going to do. And uh, by the way, who here has seen either the podcast makeover at Podcast Movement or whatever incarnation they were doing this year where they changed up the format and, and shortened I've it just a little seen bit? That, uh, Seth Ressler from Jacobs Media does a great job with that. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so we're going to try to replicate that in, in some scenario. I would say where we're going to play a little bit of a podcast. We're also going to show a little bit of the artwork and hopefully my computer doesn't crash in the process. And from there, we'll, we'll listen to a little bit of audio. Well, about 60 seconds worth. And then after that, what we'll do is we'll go around the table and just discuss it and um, see what the uh, thoughts, feelings and impressions are. So the uh, very first podcast we are going to do. Oops, give me a sec here. It's going to be Sacktown. Now who threw this one forward? Uh, Russell Lowry uh, actually submitted this. So, uh, listeners, if you want us to do these makeovers for you, just sub just let us know. Hit us up on social media. Ask us to do it. But thank you to Russell for uh, actually submitting this one himself. All right. Here we go with uh, Sacktown Talks. Standing by. It's because of climate change that we find ourselves... We even without climate change, we probably should have found ourselves on this path of renewable energy and trying to make sure that we were providing resources to people that was clean and was good for the environment and reducing carbon emissions. But because of climate change and because of the fact that we see 
that we're in the sustained drought conditions and wildfires are not just the wildfires of old. These are yeah. catastrophic wildfires that are devastating communities and burning up the state. That we have to do something that is really bold and aggressive. Welcome to another episode of Sacktown Talks. Today, we're glad to be joined by Assemblyman Chris Holden, just finishing up his 10th year and going on to an election here for his 11th. Chris, how's it going? Thanks for joining us. It's my pleasure. It's uh, great to be here. Certainly, uh, I've had a little bit of a break from Sacramento. Nicely done, Russell. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mike, sound great. The audio quality is very good. Yeah. How, how do you want to go about this, Matt? Do you want us to just like go? Uh, we'll start with everyone. I want, in a row? I want to know what Jag thinks about it first. I think the uh, uh, I'm sorry to say the mic quality is very good. The audio quality is very good. The the music is good. I found the transition to be a little bit jarring where it went from the uh, the councilman or the city council member there uh, into the intro only because he had a little bit of a dry delivery and kind of a slower pace. And then it went into the fast music. I'm not sure what the solution is there. Um, or maybe it's to more tightly edit the clip uh, to maybe take out some of the pauses in his talking um, because it se- because it seemed it w- a little bit abrupt to me. That's kind of the only, uh, gr- the only uh, minor issue I would have with the clip you played. Uh, I'll tag off of that, Jag. I, I agree. I think the way that you could fix that is there was a little bit of slower music underneath the intro hook. Yeah. And so going from that, uh, Russell, going from that slow intro music into the fast pace one, there is a way that you could mix those together where it sort of transitions over from uh, that slower music and then on un- what layer under that fast music sort of start that a little bit earlier while the guest is still talking in that intro hook and then jump into maybe when the beat drops, that's when you cut off uh, when he finishes his sentence and then go right into it. But um, I think the hook was really great. I was definitely interested. He starts off with climate change. It's a huge, really hot topic, something that people are really interested in and people are want to learn more about. I, for one, don't know Jack about it. So I was definitely intrigued. So uh, overall, yeah, I think I agree with Jack. I think it would just be choosing between one or the other either pick the slow paced music and stick with that but switching you know between those and that hard jump is probably really the only change i would make. can i can i add one other comment um you know there's a there's a style of a podcast intro to start and matt was that the how the show started where it was that was at the very beginning of the show that you grabbed so yes i'm playing right from the beginning okay so you know, there are a lot of podcasts that will start with a clip like a hook, just like uh, just like Russell did to start the show. The other alternative uh, is just start the show with the intro. Maybe 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 that uh, music comes in starts and you don't have the clip at the beginning if it was a fairly dry clip or again, either short or just eliminated altogether. If you don't have a clip that really grabs you right away, you don't always need to have it. It doesn't have to be the same intro every time. I want to have the hook discussion, but I want to hear from Catherine first. Um, I agree with what uh, the other super friends have been saying. I'm also going to throw in, uh, who is this host? Uh, I, we got who the, the congressional representative was. That was a good intro, but I would love to hear a tagline of, of something. I want to hear the five word description of what Sacktown talks is. Yeah. This is the podcast where, you know, uh, we talk about all the issues in California from the people who are the legislators or, you know, make it snappier than that. But I wanted to hear just one just clear sentence explaining what the show was all about before we went into introducing to the, uh, the congressional representative who was, who was there. Um, the other thing is I, I, from our last super friends, I wanted to talk about art because one of my most influential things that the super friends have done is talk about show art. Now I, I like the look of this art, but I kind of want it to, I feel like you could go to the next level with this. I can see that, that, you know, I recognize being a former Californian myself. I recognize that's the state Capitol building right there in the middle. There's uh, there is a bridge that is not the golden gate bridge. There is a bridge the old in old town Sacramento there, but I feel like this could, the art could be, bigger in this space and really uh and it's a nice distinct brand but i want it just to go that next level that's do you think that's adding my take on it. adding more words to it like maybe like in kind of like an arch over the top it says like real conversations with representatives from 
California you mean that, capital. That, that tagline like that we were just talking about? Yeah, yeah something maybe. like that. Cause, yeah, because Sacktown Talks, I don't know that it's with technically politicians, and that sounds like that's what this podcast is all about. So maybe some kind of extra text there that that identifies that. There's that an awful be. lot of white space. When I, I see that, that I go, there's an awful lot of white space that's not being used. And sometimes I think that it might not hurt. And I'm not sure about this one. Should maybe you put like a small black frame around that or a mm. frame the same color as the Sacktown talks so that because in some, you know, the backgrounds of some podcast apps are, apps are also white. And then you're you just have an image that gets lost Wash out yeah. yeah, in the yeah. back. OK, I did want to just talk briefly about about hooks. And so they played a hook Ooh. off the top and I have no idea why we do this or if it's good or bad. Hmm. Um, I found that one long at 30 seconds as a hook hooks to me are the length of attention span, which is eight or nine seconds. So and I go back and forth with this all the time. Why do podcasters put hooks at the beginning of the show? It's, I think it's something that NPR used to do and we all just copied it. Mm. Maybe I, I think, I've been using them a lot in shows that I produce. And so I do like them. The reason I like them is because the, it, it, it typically comes out of context, but if it's a good, uh, you're calling it a hook. I don't know. I don't, there is, doesn't seem to be a standard tease. tease. I, call, I call it a teaser quote, but whatever, that might be from my uh, journalism days. Anyway. So uh, I love it. If it's compelling, it's absolutely neat. I totally agree with you, Matt. That one was absolutely too long. Um, I do 12 seconds. I have no idea why I picked 12 seconds. I think you can stand a little more than eight seconds. And sometimes it's just hard to get a point across in eight seconds. I try to draw the line at 12. What I've been doing lately is something that may be a little bit spoon feeding, but right after the, the teaser quote plays, the next voice you hear is of, of the host saying, that's Councilman Jim Baker. He's the guest on this edition of Sacktown. Boom, like intro music. And so, uh, you know, I think, the diehard part podcast listeners won't be confused as to what a teaser quote is. They'll kind of recognize it from that style. But you know, a lot of people who aren't that familiar with podcasts, I've had people like listen to it and say, was that supposed to be there? Like it sounded like the show kind of started. It sounded like the show kind of started in the middle, you know? So you put the host's voice right there and maybe it's, um, it's both compelling and clear as to what is going on. Can I make the argument for the longer hook? Yes, thank you. Go, go Johnny. Um, I so what sets podcasting apart from places like YouTube, or I guess not necessarily YouTube, but like TikTok, Instagram Reels, sort of the shorter form content, like you said, where our attention spans are that of a goldfish. Podcast listeners know that this is long form content, so I think that you can make the argument that a long form hook is required for something that's a long form content. If I'm committing an hour to listen to this podcast, I'm going to be okay with a 45 to 60 second hook to really flesh out a point because we need 60 minutes to really flesh out what this topic is going to be about. I just think if it's a hook, it better be a good hook, a solid one. Sure. Well, okay. But to the audience of that particular podcast, I could see a lot of things would be like pulling people in climate change, droughts, California is constantly in a drought state fires, all of those things. And to Johnny's point, I was thinking this is the the difference with podcasting is that you have the freedom to do it and all that time you can use that time and and again it does have to keep a pace and the the first word i wrote down was tone like to me that hook set the tone this is going to be a serious conversation about issues that are direct with california so it worked for me one one of the most poignant things I ever heard at a podcast movement convention came from Joel Salcihai, who does the Stacking Benjamins podcast, he used to be here in Michigan. He put up a slide of a car in a lake and said, does anybody know what this is from? And somebody said, it's the opening of a James Bond movie. He said, think about how every James Bond movie starts. It's a car chase. It's a helicopter over a lake. It's something that grabs you right away. Now, obviously, you may not have something that screams from the, the, the mountaintop at every podcast but you've got to grab somebody quickly if somebody is stumbling upon your show chances are it's an apple or spotify they're going to hear the first few seconds of your show that could be a good a well-produced intro piece already pre-produced it could be a really good hook of pulled out of the content it could be either one it could be some episodes have one and some episodes have the other it doesn't always have to be the same thing but the point is if somebody is finding your podcast chances are they're going to hear the latest episode first and you got to grab them within a few seconds to Johnny's point about the goldfish. Yes, it's a longer form content, but if somebody's deciding whether or not to commit that time to you, then you only have a few seconds to grab them. 
All right. Somebody deal with that question on the screen from Sean Webb. It says, may I ask how you handle your teaser hook differently if you are repurposing a video podcast for an audio podcast? And I'll get us ready for the next one. I don't see why it would be too much different. Does I don't think it, no, I don't think it would be different, Sean. Um, I think it would it would be the same thing because ideally in in the video podcast as well, you want something visual that's going to grab you as well and it's going to be that same hook. So ideally, you have that hook in the video podcast and you have the camera set up and then it does your intro and it goes into the video interview and you would just pull the audio from that. I mean, and I would say just to throw in, I think part of the ethos is like, get to the good stuff. Like that's something that I think is really important is you got to get to the good stuff fast. Yeah. Um, so is if you have good stuff, that's, that's really the point there. And maybe, yeah. maybe it's worth mentioning to, to maybe sort of uh, close to Sean's question, if not spot on when you, put that the the hook the teaser quote whatever you want to call it i edit those things down vigorously so that what you're hearing boom 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 what you're hearing there you won't hear it verbatim later in the show you'll hear it's still there but um i think it's it's certainly journalistically and ethical and just fine as long as you keep the spirit of the thing really cut it down so you get the 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 real meat of it um the the james bond stuff Last comment on this. Last comment on the hook for me is if you're look, if you don't know what to use for your hook, the best thing you can do is a hot take, something that's controversial that the guest says. You can usually find something within ten seconds. Don't need the context around it. Just throw that hot take in there at the front. People are going to either go, "Yeah, I totally agree with that," or "No, screw this guy. I'm listening to this to." Prove <laughs> I'm hate why he's listening. Wrong. Yeah, <laughs> it's a newspaper headline. Grab their attention. It's a lead. Yeah, that's right. Johnny, can you introduce this one? Because uh, I've, I've, yeah, I, I believe I've spoken to the people behind this podcast before. Yeah, so this is one of my clients. This is the Peterson's Natural Farms podcast. And Matt, do you want me to give the context behind the show, or do we want to listen to it to see if we can get it from the intro? Here we go, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Peterson's Farms podcast. We are so excited you're here. We appreciate you joining us, and we look forward to sharing these conversations with thought leaders from our industry. They're going to paint a picture from every perspective, consumer, customer, vendor, employee, and peer that I think is going to be super valuable and we're really excited to share. So thanks for tuning in. Remember, don't tune out and grab life by the bacon. Everybody, (laughs) Peterson's faithful, ladies and gentlemen, I want to introduce you to Judy Cho. She's joining the podcast today to talk about her story. I want all the audience to hear this because it's so valuable. And Judy and I have been talking a lot lately. She was a part of our (laughs) webinar. I was a guest on her show. And it just means I've got to see her quite a bit lately. So hi, Judy, again. Welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. I'm very excited to have you on. And I think your episode is releasing soon. So I'm excited. Good. So everybody go follow Judy, go check out her podcast. What's your podcast called? It's Nutrition with Judy. Yeah. Two for 75 seconds. I stopped. (laughs) Started strong. I will be, I will be abstaining from the criticism and feedback (laughs) because it is my client. So Neil, sorry. Well, I, I guess I've seized the floor if that's okay, Matt, but, um, uh, I love the the intro. I think it's great. I think the the choice of music was brilliant. And I pretty much know by looking at the logo and listening to the intro, I pretty much know what every show is going to be like. It's it's um, a down home kind of host who's just the farm guy and is going to talk to people who I take it are other farmers or food people. Um, the one I might be being nitpicky, the, they ran the the risk of being a little too familiar, him and the guest. And it was compounded by the fact that, oh, you were just on my podcast and now I'm on your podcast. Isn't that great? Huh? And I'm still a little unclear as to what Judy does. Maybe I missed it. Maybe it skipped it, skipped by. And did he say his name? Did the host say his name? Yeah, he did. He did? Okay. Okay. So I think he did. Box. <laughs> it might be in the voiceover intro. I'm not sure. I don't uh, think he did. Yeah, I don't think he did either. No. And okay. I'm not, does it matter? I think well, I, I, it doesn't matter. Don't we? Yeah, I, I think my personal opinion, we need to know every voice that we hear on the podcast. Um, and so we're not just stick here going, well, who is this person? I mean, yes, it's obvious he's the host, but that's my thought. I like the intro. I like I like the music in the intro. Yeah. Um, I think when you bring a guest on, I, sometimes I, I just think you need to really convince me why I need to 
listen to Judy for the next whatever time we're going to be doing this. A lot of people do the LinkedIn bio read. Not, not that Neil did it there. He did not. He went right for the familiar in the inside, which was which was fine too. He gave it a real nice sort of down home feel to it. But still, that was a little bit inside. But the people who re- read the LinkedIn bio stuff, that that's just, I'm gone. I'm Agreed. Gone. Yeah. And you've just got to give me in 30 seconds, give me the reason why I need to listen to this episode with Judy Cho. I'm, I am, I will listen to more of this. I do want to know more about Judy. So, but I need to know, I need to have that reason given to me right up front. Uh, first of all, uh, this art to me is very clickable. I think this is, this is, they did a great job. Uh, You get a real sense that this plus the intro are just like, I feel like I know this company and these people very, very well. Um, and uh, to Matt's point, I also, you know, like there, there was a little mystery. I, what I heard was trying to show that like, Hey, Judy and I are, we're hands in hand. Like we're helping, we're scratching each other's backs. You know, we've got a lot of things that are overlapping right now. And, you know, I'm, I'm going to be on her, I'm going to be with her people. Her people are going to be with me. And I, but the, the point is, I wanted to hear more. I wanted, I'm ready. I'm ready for whatever these two are going to be talking about. And uh, I think the grab life by the bacon was especially cute and uh, and and fun to. to yeah, the intro so, yeah. just about perfect. I, I think yeah. I can get an A plus. It, it, it's a sure. tiny bit long. Like if I was a regular listener, that might be one of those. Like at the fiftieth time I heard it, I might jump ahead <laughs> a little bit. But it's again just to get to more of the good stuff. Uh, worth mentioning for those listening on the podcast version, the artwork is a fist with a microphone cord wrapped around uh, the hand. Well, they broke, and then instead of a microphone, it's bacon. He's holding like a stack of bacon as a microphone, which I love. <laughs> um, I, I would say this is what, what's really interesting, and I'm struggling with this a little bit, is know your audience. Know how your audience is and know how your audience talks. Full disclosure, I'm a Northeastern guy. I grew up close to the city. And for me, I found the intro to be a little wordy after Mm -hmm. once he got on Intrusive's Guest. I feel like he went on and he could have tightened that up. That said, if I had grown up on a farm, maybe I would feel differently. Uh, And I'm not trying to cast aspersions on any one group of people that way. But I think that uh, if that's how he and his audience are and they're just kind of laid back and chatty and, and that's fine. But for me, as somebody who is more boom, 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 faster city paced, I found that he could have had word economy and and shrunk the intro down when he brought the guest on personally. I absolutely love this artwork. Um, I generally turn my nose up at anybody who puts a microphone in the artwork, <laughs> but I think this is an excellent use of exception. Yeah. Yeah, there's, there are exceptions to the rule. Uh, and this one is definitely one. And I like the, uh, you know, I'm even fine with the, uh, you know, with the company logo serving as the letter O in the word protein. I think this is, I think this is great artwork. Worth noting, Peterson is spelled differently than Johnny Peterson. There's no relation. <laughs> Just a fun, happy coincidence. <laughs> John, I hope you, you can add something if you'd like. You yeah, no, I, I absolutely love working with Neil. Um, and you guys, you guys hit it spot on in terms of like sort of the down home friendly. And so to give more of the context, I'll give you exactly what the podcast is about. So Peterson's Farms they make bacon. So essentially, and you get that right off of the bat. So they're bacon uh, manufacturing, packaging and, and uh, retail company. Um, they sell sort of uh, like subscription boxes online or they're in, in the, and they're in uh, grocery stores as well. And basically his whole goal for the podcast is to talk to people in different parts of the industry. Uh, and it's not, and from that episode that I put together with Judy was uh, she's just another sort of food influencer. So that's a big part of the podcast, too. Um, and as for the music that you all liked, I picked that out. So nice. Yeah, I'll take good the credit job. for that one. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I agree. The artwork is incredible. Neil puts an absolute ton of work into podcasting. He actually has two podcasts. There's another one that he hosts as well. That's sort of his own personal one, but that is sort of a branding branded podcast for their company to help drive people sort of to their brand. And, you know, I absolutely love working with Neil. He seems like a natural. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, Johnny, can you tell us just because it's a branded podcast, what is the call to action? Can you describe what that's like at the, the call to action is go to the website, visit us online. Peterson, uh, Peterson's natural farms.com is, is sort of the overall goal is to get people to the website. Cause you can buy the food directly from their website. Okay. Hello, I'm Wendy Mesley. There you are. A lot of people have wondered what happened to you. I could say the same about you, Maureen Holloway. 
Well, here we are a few years after we left our previous jobs. We've been busy. We have a podcast. I know you're thinking who doesn't, but ours is really good. It's called Women of Ill Repute. We don't just talk to women, though. Just the most interesting people you'd ever want to meet. Artists, musicians, comedians, doctors, activists, convicts, writers, sex workers. Drop some names. Jan Arden, Pamela Anderson, Bruce Coburn, Samantha Irby, Louise Penny, Marilyn Dennis, Colin Mockery. We laugh, we cry, sometimes we argue. Come and find us. Our website is womenofillrepute.com. Or try Apple, Spotify, and all the podcast places. So now you know what happened to us, Women of Ill Repute. Have you ever thought, I'd love to have a podcast just like this one? Well, I can help. My name is Matt Kundal, and everyone at my company, the Sound Off Podcast Network, had a hand in making this show. Whether it was about the sound, the discoverability, or that you're just enjoying the show, we are all about the detail. If you think you have a podcast in you, reach out to me via email, matt at soundoff.network. Or check out the website and become one of the great podcasts we work with at soundoff.network. Hi, I'm Steve Yurko. And I'm Tara Sands. Now available from Maji Media is our new podcast, Four Kids Flashback. Four Kids is the company who brought you the English dub of Pokemon in the late 90s and so many other shows like Yu-Gi-Oh!, Shaman King, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Kirby, the infamous One Piece dub, and so many more. We'll be talking to the people who worked at Four Kids. Actors, directors, writers, editors, producers, engineers, you get the point. And hopefully get the answers to questions both you and I have about the company. I actually worked there as a voice actor on some of the shows. And I was a kid watching the shows and remember way more than Tara does. And thank God for that. Steve is actually a professional storyboard artist, which gives some really unique insights into anime and animation. Subscribe today wherever you get your podcasts. That's the number four kids flashback. The podcast, Super Friends. All right. So here we go again. We're going to be moving on. This one came by suggestion of David, I believe. David? Yeah. I won't say too much about it, but I guess I will recuse myself because um, um, working with the the main guy here, it's called Hey Founded, and it's it's sort of brand new, and this is a college student, so maybe go a little easy on him, but um, other than that, uh, enjoy. Hello, everyone. Today, I had the chance to speak with Maria from Uvita Shop, the first and only zero-waste store in Boston. Maria has been providing customers with plastic-free products since 2019 when she was awarded the Entrepreneurship Scholarship from UMass Boston. Since then, she has successfully scaled an online business and opened two retail storefronts, one in Brookline and the other in the north end of Boston. Maria's mission is incredibly important in the fight against climate change, and I'm really excited to have her on the show. Today's episode was recorded at the Boston Podcast Network. You can reach out to producer Dave if you want to record your own podcast or go on pod617.com. Hello, everyone. My name is Justin Dorado, and welcome to Hey Founded, a show dedicated to providing young entrepreneurs with practical insights into creating and growing their startup or project. We feature Boston's premier entrepreneurs and founders to share the nitty-gritty details of how they began and grew their venture. This podcast is intended for any individual interested in learning more about startups, entrepreneurship, or growing their venture. Whether you have never thought about business before or have already built a team and raised funding for your venture, there's something here for everyone. Thank you for tuning in. Maria, thank you. That's 75 seconds. That was fantastic. And where shall we begin? Um, I'll I'll start. Um, I think uh, I think it was really good. It was a different way of moving things. So you have like sort of the episode specific intro, then the music, and then the show intro, and that's sort of a different way of doing it. Normally, it's like the show intro, or normally it's like music, show intro, episode intro, or some kind of combination. But you used sort of a not as not as often used combination of those three. Um, I was definitely really interested and I think you hit the target audience perfectly. You mentioned Boston, Boston, Boston. This is clearly like a uh, <laughs> podcast for Bostonites, which I think is really cool. I Bostonians, Boston, whatever <laughs> you got. Um, you guys are so full of yourselves. Yeah, uh, we are. 
Um, I think some criticism, I would go directly to the artwork. Uh, I think having his tagline under Hey Founded is like a Boston entrepreneurs podcast, mm-hmm. something mm-hmm. like that. So I let people know it's for it's for Bostonites. It's about entrepreneurship <laughs> and it's for you. By the way, to be clear, he records it at my studio and um, a super nice guy and I'm rooting for him. I don't actually produce this. So, um, OK, can I dive into the audio then? Yeah, <laughs> you need um, permission. <laughs> We got to hit what's his name again? Justin, 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 this is awesome, dude. Keep going. Um, I really like the idea you have for the podcast Uh, for your producer. Whoever's whoever's finalizing the audio, they just got to level it out a little bit. It was just jumping up and down all over the place. And that's a super easy fix. And if that's your only criticism that you're getting from me, then you're well on your way. I think the, the artwork is really cool. The concept is really cool. And for you to be doing it at such a young age, I think is awesome. So keep driving, brother. Also, does I, I've asked him this, and I still don't know if I know the answer. Does everyone immediately know what "Hey Founded" means? I do no. not. No, but it doesn't draw. It doesn't push me away. <clears throat> right. I, I mean, I know what the founded part is. It might be a millennial thing. I don't. <laughs> I don't know. But he he really tried to find a name that was um, his own and sort of Google proof, if you will. Like, there's yeah. no other podcast called this. So give him points for that. But whatever. Um, David, I'm going to make you feel really old. Today's college students aren't millennials. They're Gen Z. I know. Yeah. Zoomers. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think he's really, he puts in a lot of work into this. So I'm, like I said, I'm rooting for him. Um, Personally, and I'll tell this, Justin, I'll tell you to your face, but um, a little too long and he talks a little too fast. I think he's, it's like, he's so excited to start the show. And, uh, but otherwise I sort of, I I like what you said, Johnny, because it's, I think he's got the good components in place. Um, and Matt's going to show us on the wow, screen. Wow, Matt. Yeah. Audio. This is absolutely the worst audio experience for anybody who's listening to this. So what I did was I just I just shared uh, the production levels of this particular podcast. So I know Johnny was talking a little bit about leveling it out a little bit. So it seems to peak around minus six. And I think we'd probably like to have this up a little bit higher around minus three. And there's probably some audio magic that that I know Jag and Johnny. There's a plug in called Vocal Rider. It's all okay. you need. Uh-huh. Or or levelator if you're doing that yeah, uh, as well. Um, I, I, for for this podcast, I'll say this: I don't want to sound like a broken record here, but I just felt like it was wordy. And I and again, I think Justin sounds great, and he's got a lot of potential. Uh, he's got the he's got the it factor that you can't teach. I think mm-hmm. the only thing I would I would suggest is the the tweaking of you know, the intro before the music played was very long. I think that could have been trimmed up. I think the intro could be trimmed up a little bit. Um, you know, word economy and, and Matt will probably back me up on this. They, they beat that into us when we work in radio where it's, you know, maybe because I had to learn how to get my thoughts across over 14 seconds of a Katy Perry intro. I don't know, but, but they, you know, if you can, why say in 30 seconds, what you can say in 10 or 15 seconds. And I think, especially in the beginning, when you're trying to get somebody's attention, uh, fewer words is better. And that might take some, some crafting, uh, uh, some self-editing, some editing when you write, and then also some, maybe some editing in post. I really enjoyed, I, first of all, you're right about the it factor. He sounds like he's got it and it's just a little bit of practice and it's going to become all second nature to him in the future. We do have another piece of artwork again here that has got a lot of yellow space that can be used more. I know, Johnny, you suggested text, but when you add, I mean, these are 57 by 57 pixels mm. um, uh, images. And so more text can be quite complicated. I mean, I'll give an example. The, the What we have for our artwork is probably too busy. And yeah. so I would like, I'd love the title of this show, even though I don't know what it means. <laughs> and I would probably take those letters and somehow make them bigger to fit the square but i certainly understand by the by the little um astronaut and the rocket ship taking off i think that's what we all really want with the business so i immediately sort of will go to entrepreneurial or business when i see this so i like it yeah, i, like I it really too. do but justin yeah. can i can i uh, throw in my sense here just a, a little counterpoint so i the artwork is great to me i think it really works i like the i sort of like the clean look of it and just a lot of the yellow the yellow seems to be okay in in this setting and i especially once i heard it they they really fit together which i really liked justin is likable i uh, right from his voice i was like you know i've worked with speakers before and having that likability that affable quality he's really got it right away i was like oh this is an authentic 
person and a guy who I like, and I want to hear the questions that he has to uh, to ask them. I I really liked th- these. Was, this was a strong episode intro, and it's a strong show intro. I don't think they should be together. I wanted mm. after that episode intro that Maria, I wish that had been right there. Yeah. And I would recommend, I'm going to just give the throughout the recommendation that that show intro be a mid roll, convert it into a place where mm. it can be a mid roll. Um, mm. Because it, again, back to that, get to the good stuff fast. We can go right into having, um, you know, we can go into the episode intro, get to Maria right away. And then, you know, midway let's, you know, you can take a break and just explain what the show is tweaked a little bit because you'll already have been doing it halfway through. But I, I, I'm, I thought this was a great effort. All right. You want to move to the next one? Mm-hmm. All right. This one is mine. So I will be Shocker. Yeah, exactly. I'm going to try to keep my, my mouth shut on this one. But the, is uh, that a photo of your background, of your backyard? It is not. <laughs> the the um, podcast is called Let's Take This Outside. And uh, here we Where? go. Hi, it's Marianne. Just before we start the show, two favors. Hit the follow or subscribe button on the podcast app and leave a review. Although if it's less than five stars, we're going to have to take this outside. <laughs> let's take this outside with marianne iveson the podcast where she speaks to athletes outdoor professionals and scientists about why they connect with nature raised in northern alberta near fort mcmurray tracy little grew up hunting and foraging with her forester father first because it was practical why spend money at the grocery store when there's perfectly good food growing and available right beside you Later, she developed an appreciation for the food that tells a story about the place it comes from. That passion for hyper-local food that evokes a multi-sensory experience is a driving force behind Sauvage, her restaurant in the mountain town of Canmore, Alberta. Please welcome Chef Tracy Little. Tracy, welcome to Let's Take This Outside. Hi. Thank you for having me. <laughs> we met the last time I was visiting my sister out west. You own and are the chef of the restaurant my sister works at in Canmore. So that is 75 seconds. Who would like to begin? I'll start if nobody else wants to. Um, the logo, which uh, obviously podcast listeners can't uh, see, but it's I like that it's simple. It says, let's take this outside with kind of most of the square being filled up by an outdoorsy shot. And then the eye is a pine tree, I guess the eye and outside is a pine tree. Anyway, um, mostly this, this mostly was great. The uh, I don't mind the ask at the very beginning because it was so quick. Um, The joke she makes about, we'll take this outside. I I, I think it might get annoying on the 10th listen or something, but, (laughs) but it was, it was pretty funny. And, yeah, I know every. I pretty much know everything I need to know about this podcast. She, she's the audio is great. She's got a great audio. She's got a great podcast voice. The only this is super nitpicky, but she sort of introduces the guest twice because the lead in says, um, "Please welcome uh, whatever her name is," and then in the live interview she says, "Welcome," and says her name again. It's again, it's nitpicky, but there you go. Those are my thoughts. Yeah, I'll, I'll tag in off, off that, David. I, I agree. I think w- when you do something like that, it's best to kind of just cut cut out sort of the pleasantries and just jump right into the first question and just right. X all of that out because, you know, that's 10, 15 seconds that you're saving. And the great thing about this podcast is it flows so well. There's kind of no time to stop, which could, I guess, could be perceived as a negative thing, but it, there's no time to stop and decide if you want to keep listening to this because it's just moving on to the next thing. So it's keeping the train rolling and I'm, and I'm continuing to listen it was really interesting again with david the audio is great the music was awesome i do like the ask as well that's something we haven't heard in any of these ones that we've listened to there hasn't been that call to action and that's something that's really important in podcasting is what do you want me as the listener to do besides actually listen to this um i would consider changing that call to action from leave a review because i hear that a lot people say leave a review leave a review and i think we've all come to the conclusion that that doesn't doesn't necessarily change someone's mind if they're coming across the podcast and it doesn't necessarily improve your searchability as a podcast so maybe you just leave it at the one ask follow the show and then now you're saving another five seconds and still leave the joke in there i thought that was great 
<laughs> yeah, I felt like the personality, th- that was the the one thing that came across is that, oh, I get a sense of the personality of this show. And it's it's casual. It's, you know, there's a, a fun to it. She's willing to take sort of the punny joke as as we're the as David was pointing out. Um, and yeah, so that really came across. And it, I feel like I know who this podcast is for, which is also very important for coming across. It's also a great name for a podcast. So maybe the joke won't get old because it, uh, let's take this outside. I know I knew exactly what the joke was when I saw the name of the great name yeah. for a podcast. It's not easy coming up with a name for a podcast. It's yeah. Great- uh, Jag, do you have anything to add? And I'll even cut you in on the fact that Marianne is uh, currently doing a morning radio show in a few markets. Well, it's obvious by her presence on the show that she's got that she's got the chops and she's got the experience. She sounds fantastic. Uh, you know, the, the uh, just to echo the other things that the others have said about the podcast already is I I, I cringe a little bit, and a cringe is overstating it. I I, I was I, I I don't know what I did, but I was I didn't Noticed. like the. What's that? Noticed. I noticed when she said, you know, here's asked her if she had a unique way of asking, you know, asking for a favor. I'm not, this is an opinion, not necessarily factor, but gospel. I'm not a fan of asking for a follow at the beginning of the show or a call to action. Mm. You know, if you're, if your regular listeners will get that. But I look at the podcast as a business transaction and that if you're going to ask me for something as a listener, you need to give me something of value first. And that's good content, whether that's you make me laugh, you make me think, you you get my attention for half an hour or you connect with me on some level. I'm more of a fan of the call to action at the end of the podcast, because, again, if you're going in and you're listening to the podcast and hearing it, this is the first thing you've heard. It was a funny joke the first time you hear it. Absolutely. But you're asking me to follow the podcast do I want to follow the podcast? I, I don't know if I like the podcast yet. I haven't heard any of it yet. If you give me 30, 45 minutes of really good content and then come back and say, hey, if you really like this content, we've got more. We've got previous episodes and more episodes. Follow our podcast. I'm more of a fan of the call to action at the end. That's just my opinion. Um, Yeah, I, I, I agree with that rule. I just thought we would just keep it to reviews and understand that leaving reviews is very, very complicated. Mm. Um. I think I sometimes wonder if the subscribe or follow button, just reminding people who may even be core to the show to do it. That's got to be worth some downloads. It's it's such an easy ask that I don't it's know. one tap. It requires zero effort. Yeah, I don't know how much of an ask it is. I am. I you're Jag. You're right. It's it's tough to ask for something when we haven't delivered yet, but it's so small and it's right on the phone. I didn't ask you to write a review. I didn't ask you to go fishing. I didn't ask you to go take out the laundry, but <laughs> please one tap. Just follow, follow. Please send a self-addressed stamped envelope. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and and, and real quick on the point about the reviews too, is Johnny's right in what he said about it's not, uh, it's not, uh, you know, uh, a benefit of your podcast on the surface. The benefit to reviews is social proof. If somebody's mm-hmm. looking for podcasts and they come mm-hmm. across your podcast, they may say, oh, is there any reviews on this podcast? Just like you would a, a restaurant on Yelp. There is some value. It's just been overinflated over the years. It's it's not the value to drive numbers. It's just that social proof that would help us out. I still would love to hear some sort of, I don't know how they would, I don't know how they would measure this, but like a call to action that was like, tell one person about this. Sh- if you, if you like what you hear, tell one person about this this podcast yeah. Something like that. I think, yeah i think you've brought that up before Catherine, and it was great when you said it. the first time it's great again because um first of all when you say share please share right. we, we all know that that's the way podcasts grow by people sharing them on social on social media channels whatever but it, it is kind of a lot to ask to share a podcast like if you've got three thousand facebook friends and you might feel like eh, i love the show but do i need to share this with everybody so when uh you said that it I thought it was great. Share it with someone who would like the subject. Well, how hard is that? Right. So, right. Yeah. I, I'm a fan of that particular call to action. I've tell used one, that yeah, in some of my shows. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. There's a, there's a podcast that I used to listen to in college and, uh, he did a, the host did a hilarious way of going about it. He said, uh, he was like, all right, before we get into the show, it's time for the listeners to fulfill their weekly legal obligations to send this episode to one person. And again, <laughs> we will find you if you don't, and we will sue the <laughs> shit out of you. Something like that. That's good. Also, I, something that uh, most of the people on the show will never say. I remember I listened to a podcast when I was in college. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Back when I was a young boy going to TCU. 
right. All right. Number Catherine. four in the country. Catherine, I think you put this one forward, right? Or Jack, did. did you have something else to say? Yeah. No, I was just commenting on uh, Johnny's Horn Frogs being undefeated. That's all. Go ahead. Yeah, I've heard the TCU is doing great. I texted Johnny right when the game ended. And Jack did as well. All right. Yeah. <laughs> it's exciting times for you, Johnny. We're happy for you. <laughs> I mean, I can't take all of the credit. I'll, I'll, I'll settle for 50%. A Michigan TCU uh, playoff game would be fun for this. Oh, doggy. Yes. We yeah, might have to live stream that one. Yeah. Catherine, what have you put forward here? Um, okay, well, this is slightly cheap. You know, you know me, I can I can barely follow directions. So I I this is a show that I have just recently, it's first of all, it's just recently launched. Uh, I've just recently started uh, listening to. And the reason I picked it for us right now is because it is a Substack model. And I, I thought that that would produce some interesting discussion as well. And it's from uh, two journalists, well, uh, a writer, writers and journalists, Matt Taibbi and Walter Kern. And this what? is not a show you work on, just a show you listen to, Catherine? That, correct. Oh, oh what those, I would do to work on a show like this. <laughs> those, those that don't know, what is a Substack model? Let's Well, let's listen to it and then we can okay. go to that. Okay, welcome to America This Week. I'm Matt Taibbi and I am Walter Kern. And this is a big week in news. And just a reminder, you can read the written version of uh, America This Week at taibbi.substack.com. This is where we talk about stuff. Lots of stuff to talk about. Walter, the big story, obviously, was Donald Trump announcing that he's throwing, I guess, his hat in the ring. Have you ever seen Donald Trump wear a hat? I've never seen him wear a hat. Oh, no. Red hat. He's famous for Oh, it. the red hat. Right. Apart yeah, 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 the red hat. Yeah, yeah of course. Yeah. <laughs> Um, that's a silly thing for me to say. Okay, so he's throwing his <laughs> mega hat in the ring for yeah. 20, 2024, and uh, as expected, there was a an avalanche of outraged responses. Uh, what what was your initial take on all of those? Well, there was not only uh, an out uh, outraged uh, flood of responses; there was an outraged flood of you know pre uh pre responses um the, from the night of the election it that's 75 seconds let me go off you go so matt taibbi is someone that i know sort of third hand from his appearances on rogan rogan brings him up a lot as like a, a a journalist that he listens to i think he's more on the liberal side i don't i don't know typically yes. but it seems like the type of podcast where if you're a fan of matt taibbi's writing you're automatically drawn to this podcast so that's you know bully for him for that um my initial impressions was i dislike the cadence of his voice he's just you know it's slow um i think it could be improved by really tight editing especially from his guests i think i counted four or five ums in the first 75 seconds and i really wanted them to kind of just start going but maybe that's the cadence of their show they're both sort of slower speakers and that's the way that they like to do things uh i think the typewriter thing could have been cut in half that was a little bit long for my taste uh, but I do like the artwork. I think it's cool. You can tell that it's definitely a political podcast. And so that's something that's either going to draw you in or turn you away immediately. Um, you could tell that they're doing it over Riverside or over uh, doing it remotely <laughs> just with sort of the audio lags. And that's not something that you can really perfect. Um, and I don't know if that's even criticism or feedback, but um, I think most I, I, I would be out on listening to this. Interesting. I would, I would be out too. And um I don't know. It, it's it, it, Johnny kind of alluded to it, but he, he almost feels like he's already got his fans. He, he almost feels like he doesn't want new listeners. He almost, he mm. almost feels like he, he's just like, I mean, he didn't say he said who he was. He didn't say what the show was about. Well, of course, we know it's a political show because by the logo. OK, but, you know, just just right off the bat meandering into well there's a lot of stuff to talk about today i mean it's it's brazen it kind of says to me you you if you dig me you're going to be with me on this ride and you know what he's probably right but i think he could um garner a lot more new listeners if he just had a little bit of structure at the beginning of the show that's my thought so Seven, from the, 700 from the, followers on twitter yeah from the get-go i heard the typewriter I, I like the type already sense that they're writers, but I want to know a little bit more. I have a, I've got an idea about the Substack model, but what makes this different, Catherine? Okay, so the, one of the reasons I, I, and I appreciate everybody's comments, but like what 
uh, Johnny just pointed out, I'm sh- I'm sure that this podcast has far more <laughs> downloads and listeners Absolutely. than most of the podcasts that we encounter or what have you. And that the point is that the audience that they br- that both of these people bring to this show makes a huge difference. So Walter Kern and I I didn't I just started to say this. He's an uh, a very famous author um he wrote the book Up in the Air that was turned into the movie with uh with George Clooney. He's also very prominent on uh on Twitter and anyway th- these are established people and I just kind of noticed that they get to their they are sharing their viewpoints they're talking about their things um but they are already established they have their audience established and i feel like you can feel that in in the show so even if they get to the good stuff and it's compelling information um the, uh, they kind of are using the fact that they already have an audience now to substack substack is uh, you know it, is it a blog? Is it a newsletter model? It is a place where you can now have a podcast. You can have an, an email newsletter. You can do blog posts uh, and you can get paid for them. So this particular show, it offers, and some people on Substack do this differently, but it uh, at about 30 minutes at a very, always they pick a very intriguing place. The episode fades out. You get 20 to 30 minutes of the show. And then it says, if you're hearing this message, then you should go over. If you want to, if you want the rest, you go over and do the paid model on Substack. Um, So then the rest of the episode is contained on Substack. Uh, Substack has a lot of, they've, they've been acquiring a lot of people who've been dumped off of other who have been deplatformed other else places. Um, it's a way to have, like I said, a newsletter, a blog, and now podcasting as well. So the, if you are looking to do a subscription model for your podcast, this might be a good model. Is this a new podcast, Catherine? It is. Well, I think okay. it's like episode 12 or something like that. Yeah. So this, I, I, the way that you've explained it make, makes now the show makes perfect sense. They, the, each of these guys have their own set of fans. And so I could see if you're a super fan of Walter Kern or, Matt Taibbi, you're just you're stoked that they're putting out a podcast. Correct. Like I can, I picture someone that I'm a huge fan of that doesn't have a podcast, and then they release it. I go, I'm definitely at least trying it. So you're you're absolutely correct there. And I think that too, by doing the Substack, th- these two people who otherwise might not be doing a f- podcast are feel compelled to do it because they have that subscription model piece yeah. built in. So I, I think this. I'm sorry. I just, I've poked in on Substack a little bit for podcasters and yeah, yeah, it's legit, but it really is great. If you're a blogger and a writer, I think this is something you can look at to when you're adding podcast alongside your, your blog and your writing. I don't know that if you're just a podcaster, that it's your best option. You know, if you want to do subscription, there's many, many other ways to do it. Well, it's, it probably isn't. Yeah. But but I think that like now I'm seeing right. I'm seeing podcasts from writers that uh, like you're saying otherwise wouldn't be doing it unless they had this kind of thing where the, their model. And and by the way, different sub stackers do it differently. So like they uh, America this week, they give off 30 minutes free and then they say, come do if you want any more, then we'll have the paid part at Substack. I know other ones, uh, other podcasts where they do three bonus episodes for their premium substacks substack subscribers and then they have a free episode every single week on top of that and i have one podcast that is looking at putting their episodes behind substack just so that people can listen to them in advance so you can get them there early on a, yeah. On a, yeah early on a paid model so that's something one of my clients is is looking at doing and me as as you know for my newsletter i'm looking at going to substack myself haven't made the jump you know, you, everybody knows the story. We're too busy with too many different things. Sorry, Jack, go ahead. No, that's fine. I, I think this speaks to a larger uh, issue in podcasting, which is there's a different bar to clear if you're starting out as a podcast or if you're already famous in some mm-hmm. way. Exactly. If you, if, and I'm, I'm kind of I'm not breaking new ground here with this news, but if you have a following from your writing, from television, from movies, from radio, wherever you're coming from, you are already starting with a leg up because you can leverage those followers for your podcast as these two gentlemen do. If you are starting out, you know, one of us or or one of our listeners starting a podcast to start, 
this and this is a good example of how not to do it in the beginning. Mm. Uh, again, I hate to keep saying the same thing about every podcast, but Johnny was right. Take out the scissors. Like in my head, I'm like, cut that, cut that, <laughs> cut that, cut that, cut that, cut that, cut that, cut that. The 75 <laughs> seconds we listened to probably could have been 15 or 20 when I was done. Um, and you and you can also you know fix that audio drift in post with editing as well because you're on separate tracks. It, it was. It's almost like uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna probably get killed for saying this. It's audio masturbation because it's verbal diarrhea. That, okay, that's probably a little bit less crass than mine, but still, but uh, I don't know. But but it's hey, you know what? Look at us. We've got this big following, and we can do whatever the hell we yeah. damn well please because we have these listeners, and they're ride or die with us. If you wow. don't have that to start then you would better tighten that up at the wow. beginning. Get Catherine, you wound <laughs> Jag up and just let his ass go. You know what? I, and I'm sorry. Are you being affected by the, impacted by the topic at all, Jag? <laughs> the topic they were talking about? I, don't, I mean, they, I, I'm with you, Jag. Um, but you know what? I mean, it's, I have no doubt that they have incredible following. And, and I have no doubt that if I were a diehard fan, that wouldn't bother me at all. But uh, Jag, I felt the same thing you felt. I felt like I'm daring you to leave. You're not going to leave. You're not going to leave. I can um and uh as much as I want to. Uh, <laughs> uh, um, I know you're still here because you love me. But I want to give them credit. Wow. They did get into the show uh, fairly quickly, but it became a little, topic, yeah. it became apparent though that they were writers and and. It, the, the curse of a podcast editor is when you hear somebody speak in real life. You hear every um and uh yeah. and verbal tick. My wife, uh, who also works from home, as do I do, I overheard her. She used to have a boss who uh, every um, uh, word out of his um, um, mouth was um. And I <laughs> wanted to throw a chair across the room whenever she was on a conference call with him. That's the curse of editing podcasts for a living. It's true. Okay. And uh, let's leave on one positive note. I hope you, you can tell also that Matt Taibbi and Walter are going to have a rapport. I mean, even just from that little bit, that comes through. And so for the people who do yeah. love them, they, they're going to want to listen. I, I will say something positive. The visual of an of a bald eagle grabbing a hot dog in its talons. <laughs> I really did enjoy that. But, Catherine, this, I don't even think this is us. For me, anyways, it's not, I'm not crapping on the show. No, I didn't. I, I'm, say, I'm saying if, if, if like, from analyzing what we have, this is what we can share. But I, it's a good. Uh, I mean, but also, who who are we to say nobody's right? By the way, nobody's right. It's it's whoever likes what they're listening to, and that's the beauty of it. So, so people part, like ums, I guess. Part of the reason that I brought it is because I know this is a popular podcast. This is a high download, popular, yeah. significant podcast. I mean, it, it. This is providing contrast, yo. No, yeah. I, I agree. That thing is useful to hear about too, because I didn't know. Uh, I don't know that I would have continued to listen to it. It was only because they mentioned the man with the big red hat at the beginning, and I had my <laughs> fill of him last week. There's only so much I can put in the bucket of of him. But any other week, I probably would continue. And I kind of appreciate that this is a podcast, and I can go back and listen to it next week if I want. And if how, I, how credible can it? How credible can Walter be if he thought that Trump never wears a hat? I feel like it's Ta that was Taibbi who made that mistake. It's hard pressed to find a photo you know, without him rocking the MAGA hat. <laughs> couldn't decide if he was being coy there or not. I don't know, but maybe he just I, forgot about the MAGA. He got us talking about it. <laughs> maybe that was the hook. Well, this has been fun. <laughs> um, we, we just we just hit the one hour mark, so I think I think we're done that was here. Good. Yeah. Um. So. I'll still be in Winnipeg watching World Cup for the next little while if anybody needs to find me. That's, by the way, the biggest sports month in the history of mankind. So I'm not sure how much podcasting I'll get done, but I'll do my best. <laughs> Should we encourage our listeners to, uh, if will we will we repeat this? I can't talk. Will we repeat this, Matt? And maybe if we want. I thought it was fun. Want, yeah, I'd love to if we have listeners who want to send us stuff. Yeah, yeah. that's what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> to say. Um, um, um. Yeah, we'll and we can make this. it like uh, we can make it like the ramen shop. You can ask us to do level one spicy, we we'll go easy on you, or level five spicy, where we really break out the opinions. I like the mild plus. <laughs> All right, everybody, tell everybody where we can uh, be found. Johnny Podcasts on Twitter, uh, pod six one seven dot com, or you can email me, David at pod six one seven dot com. Hello, Catherine O on Twitter. Jag in Detroit on Twitter for now and jagindetroit.com is my website. Matt Cundall, soundoff.network.
Thanks, Mastodon, everyone. baby. And maybe then uh, the mattcundle.substack. Look for that, maybe. Or sound off. Or the Mastodon, that's yeah, right. or Mastodon. Thanks for listening to the podcast, Super Friends. For a transcript of the show or to connect with the Super Friends, go to the show notes of this episode or go to soundoff.network. Produced and distributed by the Soundoff Media Company. Kids. I'm your eager beaver. And I'm Mr. Grizzly. If you love politics or hate politics, then have we the perfect perfect podcast for you. The True North Eager Beaver. Incisive political commentary. We keep you up to date and give you the political and media literacy you seek. To help you cut through the bovine fecal matter. Facts first. Sound analysis. Sometimes I growl. Sometimes I sass. We impart civics and build community. And we share some laughs along the way. Being informed and engaged has never been more fabulous. Or sexy. Catch us on on the Dean Dean Blundell Network. Or on our YouTube channel. Or wherever you get your podcasts. Because democracy democracy is something something you do. It is your favorite girl. That's right. It's the Ali Mars. The one and the only. Everyone else just ain't me. I am the host of Welcome to Mars, a lifestyle podcast where nothing is off the table. I have come a long way from sex and dating and have transformed the new vibe to all things lifestyle. We still talk sex, but I'm more interested in the journey, where people have come from, how they made it, and where they're going. Subscribe or follow to a brand new look and a brand new era. Welcome to Mars. Subscribe or follow on Apple, Spotify, Google, or at theallymars.com. Because even with the new look, I'm still that same bitch you love to hate.